Hello and welcome to Piecing the Parsha Together. This week is Parsha's Bahaloscha, a Parsha truly of so much importance in showing the shifts that occur in B'nai Israel throughout the Midbar, as is famously marked by the inverted nuns. And we've spoken about some of the connection of the different episodes in Bahalosra. And I would like to highlight today perhaps something that is there on the surface, but maybe has a deeper significance in light of the shifts that occur with B'nai Israel. So we have Pesach Sheni. Right, which is Rashi points out really should be at the beginning of Sefer Bamidbar because it happens in the beginning of Nisan or the middle of Nisan, and Bamidbar begins at the beginning of Er. Rashi says, "Well, this is something they didn't want to put earlier because it puts Bnei Yisrael in a negative light because they only offer one Korban Pesach." But the Svorno says the idea that they these individuals who were Tamei Meis wanted to offer a korban, and they say, Lama Nigar, that is a shvach for Bnei Yisrael. However, regardless of how exactly korban Pesach should be viewed, this is one of the four examples where Moshe has to consult with Hashem as to what the actual halacha is. Pasuk Ches, Perik Tes, Moshe, I'll stand here and I'm going to find out what Hashem tells me in this case. Yaakov Kamenetsky in the Amos Yaakov highlights that this is part of Moshe's unique role, is that Hashem will tell him directly what something in a Torah is. It calls maybe the to the era of, of, of receiving the Torah. And Moshe has doubts that come up a couple of times. Hashem tells him, like Beno Slavchad in Parshas Pinchas, right? even later in the Jews' travels in, in, in the Midbar, Hashem will tell Moshe directly what the halacha is. But Rabbi Yaakov says you contrast that with Yehoshua. And he says specifically, you see, the Gemara says, in Tumura, that before Moshe's passing, he says to Yoshua, is there anything you have that is not clear? And Yoshua says, I've been your Talmud, and I've never left your sight, and I, I've absorbed your teachings. But during the mourning period, a couple of hundred halachas were forgotten, 300 and doubts come up, and it maybe even goes to the point where B'nai Israel seek to harm Yoshua, seek to kill Yoshua. And Rabbi Yaakov explains that really there's a new era that begins with Yehoshua. Is that there's no longer this direct transmission from Hashem to a member of Klai Yisrael. Once Moshe is gone, the concept of Lobeshamayimhi is what holds. And Yehoshua, in order to learn that, ends up forgetting. And this fits with what we see also later in the Parsha. 
Later in the Parsha, Israel are quarreling with Moshe. He says, what am I supposed to do? How can I get a thousand men? And they assemble a Sanhedrin of 70 people. And you have Eldad and Medad prophesy that Moshe will not go into Eretz Yisrael. Yoshua will take over. And then you have Sipporah make a comment, Oi, for their wives, that they may have to separate like I've separated from Moshe, which prompts Miriam to say to her brother Aaron, we don't separate from our spouses, even though we're in the VM. And Hashem will strike Miriam with Saras and highlight Moshe's unique role as a prophet. And the Rambam, when he talks about Nevuah in Hilchus Yisraelia Torah, will, will, will delineate Moshe's unique role as a Navi compared to all other Nevi'im based on the Psukim and Parshas Bahalosha. So what emerges to a certain degree, looking at different parts of the Parsha, is the unique role of Moshe. Certainly more explicitly at the end, Moshe's role as Navi, end of the Parsha, but also you could say is Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe our teacher, Moshe the one who gave B'nai Yisrael the Torah, taught B'nai Yisrael the Torah. There's also a certain fundamental difference in the era of Moshe. Rav Yaakov says, Moshe Kibbal Torah Mesinai, Masur Yoshua, that highlights a change in generations. And it is fascinating to to see and to wonder what would have happened if the events of Bahaloscha had not followed the way they did. Would Moshe have been able to go into Eretz Yisrael? Would B'nai Yisrael have been on that level where Moshe could go into Eretz Yisrael? Would their relationship with the Torah, their relationship with Hashem communicating to us if there is a suffix, would that be different? We sort of can... See in the Parsha of Pesach Sheni, which is before the Nuns, before the drastic shift that occurs with Klal Yisrael. And we highlight Moshe's unique status as Rebbe to Klal Yisrael, that he can just ask Hashem what the halacha is and he will get a direct answer. And we know that that will not be the case once Moshe dies. And we see at the end of the Parsha this idea again that the idea of Moshe is being prophesied to die. And then we have this highlighting of Moshe Rabbeinu's unique status as Navi, which again, obviously leaves once Moshe is no longer alive. So in Parshas Bahaloscha, you maybe you have, you can, you sort of the focus on Moshe and what makes Moshe unique, but also introducing the idea that maybe B'nai Israel won't be able to be on that level. When they go into Eretz Israel, Moshe will not be the one to take them to Eretz Israel, and there will be a new way of doing things, a, a different level of nevuah, and also a different level of interacting with Hashem vis-a-vis the Torah. I wish everyone a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you for listening. See you next time.